1: Hey there listeners, this is Pat the Talking Bearskin Rogue from Flame On right here on the Nerdy Show Network. If you're looking for some sweet nerdy queer in your ear, then head over to nerdyshow.com flameon and check us out. We cover everything from TV to movies, comics to drag queens, and so much more. For a gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, get ready to flame on. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse.
2: All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered.
3: Hi, I'm Cap.
2: Hey, I'm Brandon. I'm Boar.
3: And I'm Jess. Hey Jess, welcome back. Hi, thanks. It's been like
2: a century since you've been on the show.
3: I think exactly a century. I I counted, yeah.
2: You have had all kinds of crazy shit happen.
3: I have, yeah, lots of what they tell me are life changing moments uh and uh a lot of work as well, a lot of work,
2: yeah, uh i mean uh, should should we say that you you got married and you went to Japan for like a month practically
3: what? I did, yeah, I'm so yeah, three weeks, just over like a day over the three week mark, um over Christmas and New year's, which was great, um much needed rest and relaxation time uh. Because fun fact, starting a new fast-paced career in the same year that you're planning a wedding is not really the best recipe for you know a stress-free life. Well, that's why you hire a wedding planner so you don't have to do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, but they cost like thousands of dollars. Yeah, they do.
2: Yeah,
3: they do. <laughs> and I was not really interested in that.
2: <laughs> did you uh, did you kick back in that ramen spa where you bathe in ramen juice or uh, oh anything like that?
3: No, we never we never made it up there. Um, we really wanted to, but I mean, so we had our itinerary be a little bit more laid back than the last time we went, i.e. not a new city every day, basically. Mm. Um, so we went skiing uh, in Nozawa Onsen wow. for a few days, which was the most amazing skiing that I've ever experienced. Um, and it was this amazing, cute little old Japanese town that you just like walked up to the ski hill for and just went skiing and it was really Totally different than what it is here, but really, really amazing. Um, and then, yeah, kicked it in, in Osaka for five days. Uh, then went down to Wakayama, Wakayama and stayed at an onsen with caves, which was pretty cool. It was like carved out caves that overlooked the ocean, and you sat in a hot spring and whoa, it was pretty magical
2: <laughs> ocean spa. Uh, that sounds yeah, that sounds unreal. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, It was really great. I mean, the only thing was like it was freezing and like because the wind would like whip through the cave Mm. as you were like walking from, you know, shower spot to get into the onsen. But other than that, but that's like the best
2: when you're in like a hot bathtub or spring and then it's cold on the outside. But like the bottom half of you have submerged in hot water. It's like the best feeling ever for me. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Were you chilling with any monkeys in there? I've seen the pictures (laughs) of the monkeys.
3: Not, um, not in there, but we, yeah, we went to see the monkeys. There's, there's like one hot spring that you could go to where they might be, um, but I, don't, I, I didn't really need to <laughs> bathe with monkeys, but it was cool to see them.
1: <laughs> we
2: have different needs, but I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could bathe with sea monkeys, probably. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, they're, they're just a powder that you kind of sprinkle like flavor dust. Well, they're, not into- a,
1: they're not a powder. <laughs> they're not i've never ordered any
2: have you ordered some
1: board you yeah know? well i mean they're the the, the powder that you're describing is eggs and then they hatch and then they're little uh, brine shrimp okay and, and they swim around are sea monkeys they're just not shrimp? always just a powder
2: wait i saw the television show and Sounds they're like a
3: problem in shipping
2: they're like quadrupeds they're like humanoids i've seen the show there's a what show? The sea monkeys. I didn't yeah. know there was a show. It's a live action show about actual <laughs> sea monkeys.
1: Are you sure you're not just like extrapolating what you saw on the label? No, there's, there's a real show. It's called monkeys. The Amazing
2: Live Sea Monkeys. You know, you've never seen it before? Oh, it's an God. amazing show. No, I've never All seen right, it. All right, you guys are so behind the times. Uh, he is telling the truth. How do you he guys not? He is actually see It's a documentary. The truth. They sh- they shrunk a camera and they were filming what sea monkeys actually oh do. They Na- have nipples on their heads. Um, <laughs> and they they have normal jobs, just like us, except under the water, I think. I think I did see this. Nineteen ninety two. It's did. kinda like from the Alf era of television where they're trying to make you know a concept sitcom with something else going on, a little bit of cone heads. It lasted one season. And they all kind of look like the six flag troll, but with nipples <laughs> on their With nipples on their head but anyway enough about sea monkeys guys i want to talk more about japan did you like okay i'm really excited because i've never been to japan because i'm lame and i really want to go but the two things i want to go to are on opposite ends of the entire country so it's impossible to do in one trip it's the uh it's not like possible it's you like wow. Well, if i spend a month and a lot of money i can travel but there's like the fox village on the very very north i think and then usagi island on the southwest and have you have you heard of them or or been or anything
3: no, I haven't heard of these. There is an, really? I,
2: there's an island in no. southern Japan off the coast where um, lots of tests were done during World War I and World War II on bunnies. And at some point when everything got shut down, they released all these bunnies. So now on Usagi Island, there are just thousands and thousands of really friendly bunnies. And if pe- people go there, you can look it up. There's videos of people just sitting there with food and they're just jumping all over you and cuddling with you. It's insane. That's cool. I think there's also is that like a down by Okinawa, island, like there? that south. It might be. Let me look that up because I have no <laughs> idea.
3: Because <laughs> I mean, um. if it's not in Okinawa, I mean, so the nice thing about being in Japan is you get the Japan Rail Pass, which essentially gives you unlimited rides um, on the JR train line, which is the main cha- train line in Japan, um, wherever you want to go, basically. So depending on your trip um, and how long it is. So, like, for a seven-day trip, I think it's, like, $150, and then you could take, like, any Shinkansen that you want, um, any, well, every Shinkansen except for two, and you could just get around super easily and super economically.
2: There is, there's also deals for, um, if you're a tourist, they give you, you can get a cheaper train pass for the Shinkansen or something. Yeah, that's, that's
3: this, yeah, it's, you have to prove that you're the visitor, it's not, it's not available. Oh, I was wrong,
2: this, this shit is is south of Hiroshima, like, southeast of Hiroshima.
3: Oh, that's that's probably like if it's near Hiroshima, then it's like uh, probably about four hour, four hour Shinkansen from Tokyo.
2: Oh man, you pronounce that way better than I did. (laughs) Hiroshima. I've been doing it wrong all these years. I've been saying Hiroshima, and she's like Hiroshima. I've been doing it wrong, Kat. Why why do you never correct me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Brandon. I just don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, um, what what any other highlights we should mention before we? dive headfirst into a oblivion of nerd crap
3: um so i think i one of my most enjoyable slash strangest moments is we went uh on christmas eve to a theme park we went to universal studios japan in Ooh. osaka because uh, that's christmas is for couples in japan it's not like that's, like it is here I feel it's really it's kind of like a valentine's day of sorts like you go on dates and eat it's lovey Kentucky lovey. fried chicken um <laughs> they do love kfc what? don't they Over
1: yeah there? you eat kentucky fried chicken on, on holidays christmas. oh yes Everybody yeah we also eat yeah.
3: kentucky fried chicken on christmas yeah you have to um, is it better there uh kind of <laughs> i mean it's still like i mean i think the chicken is probably a better quality but i mean but it's still like super greasy and they have uh, different huh. standards
2: and quality like rules for their food
3: yeah i mean it doesn't compare to like karaage which is the japanese fried chicken which is so good um but, yeah, so, no, we're at the theme park, and um, first of all, the theme park experience in Japan is just so much more magical. Like, the people that work there don't hate their lives, and they're just, like, so happy all the time. Um, and like have rules about how they treat people and pay and, them and stuff? Uh, <laughs> that's really
1: we don't have um, those here. Yeah. What? I said we don't have those here. The rules for treating people or paying them properly. So, that that's why right, we yeah, end exactly. up with people yeah. that are, you know.
3: Or people that are also even just considerate of other people's feelings in general. So they're not just, like, rude and obnoxious all the time. But, yeah, no. So, like, and everybody buys, like, these cute headbands that are themed. So I bought, like, a a Hello Kitty themed Christmas headband with like Holly on it. So I'd walk into stores and like all the people that work there would be like, ah, kawaii. I'd be like, oh, I am. Thank you. (laughs) But But it was just, it was such an eco boost just walking around the theme park all day. Um, But also um, I don't know if you've noticed in like anime, there's a thing where like anime girls wear these like Santa suits, like these Santa dresses
2: um never seen it i don't know what you're yeah. talking <laughs>
3: about yeah, I know. it's never ever um but it's real like i like walking around the theme park all of these girls were like dressed in santa suits and like cute little santa dresses and with like little hats and i was like oh my goodness i didn't expect this to be a real thing i thought anime happened. was
2: was fake and not <laughs> actually practiced in japan are there people with tentacles too everywhere <laughs> i did
3: not see any tentacle people no but maybe that was in a love hotel, which we didn't we didn't stop into. Next
2: time, next time. But, but Christmas mm-hmm. is for lovers. that's yep. true. No, well, there's definitely a lot of Japanese girls with Santa outfits. I'm just I just looked it up. Safe search. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, I'll okay. Google right. that later.
2: <laughs> can we take a nerdy show trip to Japan?
1: Yes, we c- absolutely can. Can you
2: pay for it? Oh. Uh <laughs> no and neither can our fans no means yes wait what i don't (laughs) know (laughs) i enjoy
3: the programming i think it would be a pretty pretty great like you could do like a video tour coverage i think you could could do a live show from the
2: top of that like the eye or whatever that is in tokyo Tokyo Eye. we usually talk about (laughs) patreon a little bit later in the show but i'm just gonna say this right now if you'd like us to uh to do special reporting from different countries we'd be more than happy to do that just chop 10g right now (laughs) we will do it tomorrow (laughs) Let us know uh, in general with your mouth or your fingers by typing or let us know with your dollars by going to patreon.com nerdyshow nerdy <laughs> show. Right now, we're still $100 shy of being able to throw $20 a month to all of our other programs on the network for as a, you know, as a compensation stipends to, uh, to all of fine find people who make programming on the nerdy show network. But but hey, once we get past that, maybe we can start talking about doing some zany stuff like sending Brandon to Japan going <laughs> to go in that ramen spring or maybe paying any of us. I mean, I'd rather go to a ramen spring right now. <laughs> Honestly, if there's one thing I'm gonna do before I die. Should we start a Kickstarter to send Brandon to the ramen spring? Yeah, Let go, us know. No, no, it's gotta be a GoFundMe. GoFundMe is the one where you do bullshit that people give you money. Why don't you
1: for. go fund yourself?
2: That is a great. Do we have that? Is that a real website I can claim? <laughs> hmm. GoFundYourself.com? I'm, I don't know. I'm looking it up. You guys keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> well,. Um, <laughs> I, I went on a vacation uh, over the holidays that I didn't talk about in the last episode, actually. Uh, it was a virtual vacation. Myself and the uh, editor-in-chief of Consequence of Sound, we were both in Fort Lauderdale together. We went to Nerdy Show's John West's laboratory where he has his big CFC router and all kinds of other weird machines, including his HTC Vive rig. And Mike and I had been talking about, oh, wouldn't it be great to spend New Year's in uh, the parts of Washington where they film Twin Peaks? But neither of us could really afford the... the the trip or the time is that a south or north north bend is that where they film twin peaks Uh, i think so yeah in that that area but it's basically in suburbs all surrounding seattle and um what we did was we we used the google earth vr app and virtually traveled to all those locations wow i you mean i can actually go to japan just by doing that yes you actually you could in fact yeah all Oh, w- and
3: we could just record you with the headset on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, I'm in a ramen spring now. It's you can delicious. actually
1: do that with Google Cardboard also. So if you have a good enough smartphone, I just don't. pop it in one of those Google Cardboard headsets that you can get for anywhere from like free to $15. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, all I the way one. up to... I can
3: even mail you my cardboard. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like that's not
1: as an immersive experience. Send us your address. Jess will mail you her cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: just a piece of cardboard.
1: Uh, but, yeah, the uh, the Google Street View or the Google Earth app have uh, the Street View thing where you can, like, virtually walk around and stuff like that.
2: Well, it was running very well. We were doing research, like, on another computer of finding the addresses and then trying to narrow down where they were from the sky. And it was this big kind of experiment in um, geography and logistics. And it was a lot of fun. But, I mean, we, we got to go to, to Laura's log. We went outside the Palmer house. And it was crazy just being able to, like, like standing in front of this thing and not being there at the same time. Um, highly unusual. And uh it turns out that whole trip uh would be very impractical because <laughs> all these locations are much farther apart than we realized they were, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and also, speaking of destinations, let's right now travel to Iceland because one of our longtime nerdy show fans, Isa Biz, is doing something rather remarkable, so we just we had to pull him on the show to talk about it. With us on the line right now is the one, the only nerdy show longtime fan producer Icebiz, Mister Ice.
0: Ahoy, ahoy! Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's very fun to actually be on a live show. It's cool. Well,
2: well you're, you're it's gonna not be, live. No, live. it's live. We have an audience right over there. Oh yeah, They're, there they are. They're being very quiet. Well, it's they recorded are. live not in the studio, are here, so they
3: could be the audience.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 You won't be able to hear their applause because they're it's in a, it's in a pause and they're very... They're very furry. The fur, you, yeah. can't, you can't... Yeah, uh, unless their talons are out.
3: I, they, they also hold their feelings and their enjoyment close to the chest. So, you know, you never really know
2: <laughs> how they're reacting. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, I, I, speaking of a live audience, I, you're on the show because uh, you're doing something tremendous that's sort of a nerdy show network adjacent and it involves a live audience in New York City... New York City. Let's talk about you appearing on the live one-off episode of The White Vault. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a thing that's happening to me. Uh, The White Vault uh, producer and writer, uh, Caitlin and Travis, have somehow uh, convinced the No Sleep podcast to have us on one of their live shows. Mm -hmm. And, yeah apparently i'm gonna be on a stage reading a voice script for a live audience this is like the weirdest thing that has ha- ha- ever happened to me is this like
2: a small audience like a little venue or like you're in a stadium he's in the highline ballroom That's i don't no know joke. what Bill collins has performed there oh you're gonna have a oh, lot no. of people <laughs> <He's> <laughs> right? you're either gonna have a lot of people or no one i have no idea how this works
0: yeah, uh, I have the script right here next to me. I've been reading it off on and off for the last month, panicking every single time I look at it because there's a lot of lines in there.
2: Do you want to practice right now? Do you Do you want to like just read a line off and we'll I'm just sure, tell you how I'm you're sure doing? I'm sure Caitlin and Travis would really love that. They'd be oh, thrilled. I guess you can't give us one word. Read, read one word. I don't choose, know. Choose it wise. Oh, is that is that the is word? That
1: the word? <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> <me>.
2: <laughs> that was like three. <laughs> wow. I, that was it. A- I I don't know. I think, I, I think, I don't know which take of that you're going to use, but I, I kind of like both. Can you combine those? I don't know. Oh, beautiful. That's the one. Okay. So should we explain to people who don't know what the white vault We, we should. We absolutely should. The, I mean, the white vault is, is a show put on by the folks who did Liberty, which was up until last year, a part of the nerdy show network, uh, roster of audio dramas. They since moved on to uh, to self-publish through their own Fool and Scholar productions, and one of the other shows they've been putting out is The White Vault, which, much like Liberty, is horror of a kind and a mystery of a kind, but Ice, being uh, from the inside and being that the, the show itself is shrouded in mystery, that's its kind of bag, What would you? how would you pitch it to people?
0: Hmm. Um, I don't know. Like... Have you ever been out in a in a cabin and there's a, like a bit of a storm going on and you know there's nothing wrong it's just a storm, but the the, the the lights are kind of flickering and the and the air is getting kind of less fun. Everybody's smiling and pretending to have fun, but everybody's like, "Oh yeah, if if the if the electricity goes out, we're we're in a bit of a pickle. We, we still have some food, but I don't want it to get cut out. It's that that feeling right there. I think that's the best description of that podcast."
2: I actually That's live in a cabin and that happens to me on the daily, so I feel like this show really resonates <laughs> with people like me. <laughs> yeah, Woodsman's like Let me just ask you a quick person. are there are there any bird characters in this show? Are there any like like large birds with voices?
0: There's um there's a there's a character called Doctor Rosa Della Torre. I don't think she's a bird, but you can pretend she is. All right, done.
2: Thank you. Are you just were you were you fishing for a role? No, I I, I <laughs> I can't do bird voices. I was just, I'm curious. When people incorporate birds into things, it just, it piques my interest just a little bit more. Or it beaks your interest? It beaks my interest. I feel it right in my cloaca.
3: (laughs) What is, what is a bird voice out of curiosity?
2: Ah! Yeah, Borg got it. Ah.
3: It's
2: like, you know. But
3: it just literally, so it's bird noises. It's not like English spoken in like a bird voice. Well, yeah, you! me.
2: That's pretty much it. <laughs>
0: but yeah, there's a mystery element to the White Vault, uh, which is, to, in my opinion, very well pulled off in the first season. And I, the second season is gonna start coming out in October, and I'm very much looking forward to recording it, finding out exactly what happens to Jonas.
2: Well, I mean, I guess that spoiler alert: you're you're alive by season two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> am I? Am I?
2: Oh. <laughs> well, let's talk about how you got involved with the project. I, it had something to do with being part of the Nerdy Show community, I assume?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I of course, would like. no offense to Liberty, but I would never have heard of it if I wasn't following the Nerdy Show. Uh, yeah, the Nerdy Show at large.
2: Ha! And I still haven't heard of it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I was following the Liberty podcast. I, I was very much enjoying the story. And they did a little bit of a Q&A episode in between, and they ended it with a casting call. Hey, we need voices for small little characters. Just just Door Guard 3 uh, and, and, and Vomiting Drug Dealer and stuff like that. <laughs> and I sent in a little really bad recording of myself on my OK microphone, and they had me do, what was it, Drug Dealer... Door guard, door guard two, and... Long story short,
2: he threw something up. (laughs) You were all the extras. Yeah, can you give us everybody a little taste of your vomit right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think he just threw up in his mouth a little bit there. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: way Um, better than my, my vomit. What's your best vomit sound, Cap? oh it's a cat vomiting <laughs> sorry cat vom- uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only vomit sound I know that's, a- <laughs> uh, that's that just sounds like someone getting off <laughs> <laughs> you're right or uh, or being um sorry, or having having had your like your throat slit and you're trying to speak <laughs> <laughs> i've Yep, one, of they, one of the two. They're basically
3: the same thing. It's <laughs>
2: really, she's right. They're interchangeable.
0: Well, But yeah, okay. that's how I got into contact with Travis and Caitlin. And uh, after doing, they gave me like a semi-big part in, as a one-off character. Just a, I don't know what you would call them. CD character has more than three spoken lines in one episode. I don't know what to call that. And uh, they contacted me shortly after the end of uh, the cut the Liberty podcast, the second season of Liberty, Liberty Research, and asked me if I was willing to do an Icelandic character in another podcast they're working on, The White Vault. And that's how I got the job. You know, it's weird. I haven't mentioned
2: yet that in the nerdy show canon, you are the fan who is literally from Iceland and that the the old forum thread that. (laughs) <laughs> Happened way,
0: way, way, way back. Oh,
2: that's why he's Mr. Ice. I get it. Mm.
0: <laughs> Literally Iceland. Yeah, I remember those times. Wasn't active <laughs> on the forums, but I I remember the, the, the May Mays that that created. May
1: May-may? May? May-may?
2: Mayonnaise?
0: Is that how they say memes in Iceland? <laughs> oh, no, man. no, it's not that's not how anybody says memes. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna start saying that maymays. <laughs> you to see those maymays on Facebook. <laughs> so you, this the show is gonna be um, March 13th, 2018 in New York City. So if obviously if there's if tickets are still available, and we'll link to them if they are on this episode's page, you should go out and you should check out this this live performance. But I mean, it is fortunate that you you get to read from a script <laughs> instead of memorizing the lines. Oh God, yes!
0: Oh God, yes! I am very bad with lines, and I'm very happy that we can have a a, a very big font uh, script in front of us.
2: <laughs> I hope it's Impact font
1: <laughs> we're using. It's very uh, easy to and see.
0: And Travis will actually be doing the. I think it's called Foley. The on live.
1: Oh, so, interesting. He's gonna take yeah. some coconuts up there, and he's got a big, big s- stack of um,
0: <laughs> celery,
1: celery, and he's just gonna, yep. yeah, he's cr- gonna crush yeah. it. Celery and a baseball bat, yeah. I actually saw um, this
2: amazing film in New York City once that was called uh, Brand Upon the Brain, and it was a, it's a silent movie that was engineered to have the, the script read by someone performed live and then also had a live orchestra and a live Foley crew, and it was incredible. They were doing the, the Foley live and everything. When I saw it, um, Laurie Anderson did the, the narration, but uh, also Crispin Glover did it. Now when you buy it on DVD, you can hear all the different live reads from that series of performances. Weird. Yeah. So you got pretty high expectations, got it? Yeah. Live. Fo- li- I expect. I expect old fashioned N- live fully. Nothing but the best. Not a computer with a. <laughs> that will be a crippling. there needs disappointment. to be a guy with a desk full of props mm-hmm. right on the stage. Travis
1: is just gonna have like high heel shoes on his hands, like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if this is gonna be um, recorded for like so people can view it later? Or no? I actually
0: don't know anything. I, the, the, the size of the stadium that Cap just described was, a, was news to me. I... It's,
2: it's, it's not a stadium. It is still an intimate venue. It's a 50,000-seater. <laughs> I want you to know. 50,000-seater, which is nothing in New York.
0: God. No, um no, I, I kind of got ex- like I don't want to say I got tricked into it, that's absolutely incorrect, <laughs> but I was kind of just told like, "Hey, live show, do you want to come? Can you come?" And I was of course like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm coming right now. This is awesome."
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now to uh, speak. But oh wait, do I have to travel? You
4: guys,
2: <laughs> you guys are you guys are dirty
0: dirty and yeah they tell me it's in new york and all that and all the fun stuff and i'm getting super excited and then like slowly it dawns on me what i actually said yes to and yeah it's 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 been a it, it's been kind of a roller coaster of i can't do this but i have to do it to like yeah yeah you can do it and then back to no i can't do this but i have to do this
2: i'm curious have you been to new york before
0: uh yes my bus broke down just outside new, new york once when i was going back to iceland
2: Oh, okay. Then you're. I mean, yeah. So that, the bu- the direct bus route to Iceland from New York is pretty long. So. Yeah. It's
4: mm-hmm. intense.
0: <laughs> no, that's actually um, that's a that's a long story. But story cuts cut short. I came to America. I think it was 2012, and there was a hurricane thing that happened while I was there. Oh so yeah. The,
2: <laughs> so the Jesus. so
0: the flight that I had from Florida to New York. So and I had a like I was gonna land in New York and then just fly straight to Iceland from there. Uh, It got canceled, so I got the the, the pleasurable experience of taking a bus from Key West to New York. Oh,
2: that's a long bus ride. Yeah, (laughs) wow.
0: Yeah, and we got the also pleasurable experience of not being able to pre-order our tickets because, of course, there was a hurricane, millions of flights went down, so everybody's trying to get back into New York. I think it was, like, low-key, like, evicted? no. What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Evacuated?
0: Evacuated. It was like low-key evacuated. People were asked to, like, please, please don't stay in your basement. (laughs) And so trying to get into New York was its own fucking nightmare. And I think (laughs) I spent 10 hours on a bus station floor waiting for one of the buses.
2: Well, you're like a regular New Yorker then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was getting the, the full experience. I've
2: actually never been to New York, uh, ever, so I don't know shit about New York. I'm just telling you. I think you should <laughs> come. I'm
0: apparently doing a play there.
2: We should. Wait, <laughs> give me the dates. Cap, I wasn't paying attention. What are the dates again? What are the dates? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fly out there or take a bus. It, it's March 13th this year. You know um, what we should do? Mm. We should to really ex- get the real experience, we should go drive to the Keys, then <laughs> then take the bus from the Keys... To New York. To New York, yeah. and we'll live stream the whole time. Yeah, it'll yep. be our own desert bus, except that it will be in the tropics. <laughs> yeah, our, our phones and, and computers it will, will definitely last. Yeah. Be <laughs> not in the tropics eventually. <laughs> um,
1: All right, you- we're and, an yeah. hour forty-three. Uh, we're for at the seventeenth gas station.
2: So, my impression of, of this recording is that it's going to be—it's a one-off episode, so technically accessible to anybody, and it will be recorded for audio purposes for you know air later on in the year. Oh, you looked it up. Okay. I'm well. No, this is my impression from what I've heard from Travis and Caitlin. But, (laughs) but as far as being filmed for posterity, I don't know. But I just want to see Mr. Ice on stage reading the script. I want to see his beautiful face. I'm sure there will be photos. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see the fear. You want to smell the panic. I want. I want the fear. I want to see it. (laughs) Now, ice. Since we have you on here, I have one. Before we let you go, I have one question about about Iceland and Icelandic culture. Um, it's a place, you know, it's, it's rich in history. It's very beautiful from what I've seen. I, I hope to go there someday and maybe we can, you know, see each other in person. That would be novel. Um, but uh, do you own a pair of necro pants by any chance? Do, are you familiar with? <laughs> Is this a real thing? Because Cap told me about this today. And you ask, you want to, ex- I have no idea. You want to explain this? Because I'm well, I mean, lost. Well, I I think I should explain it. Yeah, yeah, You, you have a lot to explain with the ne- necropants. I mean. <laughs> I, <laughs> do you know anything about what he's talking about?
0: <laughs> yes, it's called oh, Nårböxr.
2: Wow. What?
0: Nårböxr. Naurca- the Icelandic word for underpants is Nærböxr, but that's Nårböxr. Just a slight little change. Uh, Cap, do you want to explain what that is, or is it my pleasure <laughs> I, of explaining Ice Toys? I, I, I want to hear history? how
2: you explain this.
0: <laughs> All right, so apparently, uh, getting cold below the waist was a problem for a while. So different things were tried out and like whale blubber and, and other types of pants were tried to make, to make yourself uh, immune from the cold and the everlasting rain and wind. That's the most problem. And apparently at some point somebody thought it was a cool idea like hey, other people die and they have skin shaped just like my, my legs. So if, if if a bigger person than me dies, I surely can take the skin of their legs and sew it into pants and wear those <laughs> underneath my warm clothes because they will fit snugly and that's apparently what they did and there is I think one or two copies of this somewhere in a museum in Iceland and the 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 myth about it is that you would put coins in the oh boy
2: well the genitalia the, is still attached
1: the coin, coin purse to
0: the legs the coin purse what what everybody should
2: understand about this is that these pants they're not they're not leather face you know casually sewn from the flesh they are literally like if you if you directly peeled someone's entire abdominal skin down to the foots off with their genitals still on and all the hair and then stepped into it (laughs) yeah yep and then you you put coins into their
0: purse and then you're lucky yeah. Uh, so
2: it is real. We have confirmation. I didn't know if this was real. I mean I have seen photos, but it, they could be, you know, facsimiles. Well, oh, I saw a photo. I thought we was looking at a mummy, but it's someone's pants. The, the the official instruction if you are if you, any of you or listeners are interested in acquiring <laughs> um necropants is um is you have to get permission from a man to use his skin after his death and after he's been buried. So that's this important process. There's sort of a ritual component involved. You must dig up his body and flay the skin from the corpse in one piece from the waist down. And as soon as you step into the pants, they will stick to your own skin. A coin must be stolen from a poor widow and placed <laughs> in the scrotum along with the magical sign. Uh, oh, boy. This is... Um, I don't know if I said that right. Probably not. No, nope. uh, <laughs> written on a piece of paper. Consequently, the coin will draw money into the scrotum, so that it will never be empty as long as the original coin is not removed to ensure salvation. Because obviously, you've done a horrible thing <laughs> in these necro pants, so you might be going to hell. But, you, but in, to, in order to you know waive that, you uh, you have the owner has to convince someone else to take ownership of the pants and step <laughs> into each leg as soon as he gets out of it. The necropants will thus keep going, the money-gathering on, nature you know. for generations.
3: Are you sure this wasn't a chapter in American Gods? Because this sounds like something out of American Gods. <laughs> it might be.
2: <laughs> well, that's where the, fr- the the phrase comes from. May your scrotum never be empty. It comes, from, it comes from that Icelandic tradition.
1: And here I am I always trying to empty mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you've been doing it I'm wrong. doing it You wrong. need to be filling it. <laughs> so if so you want to be...
0: So that's the source of Iceland's horrible inflation problem. There's like 30 pants <laughs> going around just making cash. <laughs>
2: there's like 30 pairs of pants that own most of the wealth <laughs> in Iceland in their wiener janglers. <laughs> nice. And then the janglers because
1: there's coins in there rattling around. Yeah, wiener, oh, that's sorry, what I said, sorry, wiener I janglers. I don't want the trickle down from those. Uh, <laughs> wiener <that's janglers>. okay. <laughs> Are Are they, You said I'm they're You're going to love it.
2: <laughs> Does it have to be a coin Or like What if you only a, have Electronic a, money In the future A bitcoin stolen From a poor woman. Yeah it's like <laughs> Get someone It's gotta be electronic At some point Though if she has A bitcoin She's still doing okay Can you install A card swiper <laughs> I mean yeah, it's 2018 but directly but between the the each ball there's yeah, one betwixt, it depends on the gender the of the
1: person that you got the pants from
2: Well you know what I didn't oh, hear anything yes. I didn't hear anything about female necro pants. I only don't male. I don't know that there yeah. are any but <laughs> I think it's taboo to skin women <laughs> 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 the only thing that's taboo is- <laughs> at least <laughs> At least in 2018. I don't know about last year. I wasn't looking into it.
0: So Brandon has standards. We have found them, but he does have them.
2: No, no, no. I'll still do it. I'm just saying it's taboo. I, I'll skin a woman. I'll skin a man. I don't care. Everyone's Brandon, for equality. Let's skin you're everybody. You're officially
0: not invited to Iceland. Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> and since there's so few people living there, his word is law. When I'm when I'm going to uh, when I go to move there, I'll use this as like my entrance interview. Like, here's what I said once about Iceland. <laughs> they'll be like, no, you can't come into our country. <laughs> they'll, they'll ask you, like, hey, so, uh, so what are you doing here? Like, well, I'm just here for the necropants. So just, I want to acquire a pair. Yeah, I was really interested. <laughs> to be a necromancer, you need necropants, I heard. So. Oh, I, God, no. <laughs> thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. This <laughs> ended on a great note. Um, and and everybody, please, if you're if you're in New York City, if tickets are still available, maybe, and if they're not, find a scalper, get in and see the No Sleep podcast live with special don't, opening act. Don't the say white s- vault. Don't say scalper. Yeah, we just talk say- about <laughs> skinning people. Cap. Jeez.
1: <laughs> uh, what I brought a scalp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I- does can we get, d- can we get into your performance just by bringing scalps now? Is that what's I happening? Mean, taking... I feel like mean Caitlin...
3: so that's how you get the coins in American culture. And then you put
2: the money in the necropan. Th- this is a horror show. I feel like the Caitlin the and Travis would verse? would appreciate, you know, scalps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please do not show up with knives to the show. I'm scared enough already. <laughs> There's
2: security. It's a it's a huge venue. You'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Stop saying <laughs> it, huge. <George! laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so in the interim time, in the two weeks between this episode and the last episode, a rather remarkable moment in uh, science and industry took place. The Falcon Heavy rocket launched. Ooh, and it oh, didn't, yes, it didn't rather explode. Remarkable. Yes. Quite. (laughs) Quite. Uh, Here in Orlando, we actually got to see it, which is a a lot of fun. Yeah. uh, Everyone in the world got to see it live,
1: but me. I didn't didn't either. I was on an airplane flying to Florida. That's actually the coolest place to see it. Yeah, except for the only thing that would have been able to possibly see it in the the airplane (laughs) was the cockpit.
2: (laughs) I actually, I was texting Danica and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm watching the Falcon Heavy rocket. And I was like, what? Why didn't you tell me it was blasting off? And I went outside and... I saw the most perfect view of the smoke that was left behind after missing the <laughs> rocket. And he's like, Oh, I didn't think you'd have a good view. And I'm like, I had
4: a perfect view. And I just. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you.
1: Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post.
2: I just forgot and I screwed it up. Good job. Hashtag I wasn't there. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, there will be others. Fortunately, this one worked, so it will certainly work again. Did you
1: watch the the stream that they did on YouTube? I did Uh, watch parts of it. I I watched it after the fact since, you know, I was traveling at the time. Uh, But the the stream was really cool. They break down the entire project and tell you, like, what's going on. And they tell you a little bit about, like, the rockets and, and, and why they're doing it and stuff like that. And then they show the actual launch, and you get to see all the space footage and everything, and the the boosters landing. It was really, really cool. Yeah, we should, I watched we should it link live, that video. and it was
3: it was really great. And but I have to say, the one moment is um, after it's launched and it's making its orbits before it lands. Um, they start playing Bowie, and I was so confused. <laughs> like I was like, "Why? Are, where is this music coming from? Did I leave?" Uh, did I leave my Spotify playing or something? I was like, oh, no, nope! they're playing that in Mission Control right now. Um, And, like, you can hear the people singing along to it and, like, being really happy. And all I can think of is, like, this is an actual episode of Silicon Valley (laughs) that's happening right now because it's just so descriptive of how things happen
2: in this weird world. You know what's weird is people were saying this is like the largest thing launched into space. Like It's the largest rocket. It's, it's actually not. There's been a few... It's like, the largest thing since the Saturn V. Is it? Okay, because I've just been hearing it's the largest thing. Like mankind sent So no, no, there's been other things. No. But the crowning achievement, besides, <laughs> besides the car we'll talk about in a minute, was um, the coolest technological uh, marvel that they actually achieved two out of three was the, the boosters disconnecting and then landing back nearly where they started. Which they've done before. Not, I don't think with this much success, they, they, before they did like maybe one at a time, but they couldn't no, do. No, I mean, I've, I've, I saw, I've, I've seen them actually do it during night launches. I mean, this They've is... landed all three boosters before? Um, well, not three, but two. Well, okay. yeah, they well, didn't they did two land all this. three this time. Yeah, they did two out of three. Not bad. Not but, bad, I, I mean, it is remarkable. It, like, I was, I was telling <laughs> not someone Not bad, recently, guys. Not if, bad. If someone had told me, oh, yeah, so we're going to have rockets that, uh, that, like, you know, they blast off and then they land back down vertically, I'd be like, that is some cartoon bullshit. That's such a crock of shit. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I it's don't that- understand why it wasn't proposed earlier. Did we just not have the technology? <laughs> I think just conceptually, it's like, that does, that does. I mean, they're
3: falling back that's, anyway. That's
2: too much. <laughs> well, actually, they don't fall <laughs> But, it, I mean, when you watch it happen, it happens so perfectly.
1: Yeah. And then they land like almost at the same exact time. So awesome. Yeah, it was
3: like a two second thing that I think I read, but it was just that's just insane. Honestly, that was probably more impressive than the rocket launch,
1: was
2: it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Um, But let's talk about the Roadster.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Also from an episode of Silicon Valley, but still cool and serves a very important scientific purpose.
1: Are you saying he just stole it? Actually, they did it on Top Gear first
2: what
3: oh they did try to they yeah, tried top, top to launch gear, they tried to right. launch a reliant
1: robin into space
2: <laughs> yeah, they didn't succeed but it got pretty <laughs> yeah, sort of, it got well, up a little
1: bit and then crashed
2: and then it horribly. crashed yeah it was really great but uh yeah he launched but his own elon roadster.
1: musk took that dream from top gear <laughs> and his money and said we're doing
2: it <laughs> and, and and i assume everyone listening certainly must know this but he you know he launched his tesla roadster into space and while playing Starman by David Bowie. With a mannequin wearing one a of their space prototype spacesuits. Yeah. And uh, with a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And also, uh, no, well, it, it says, w- it says w- don't, w- don't Panic, yeah, on, the don't panic yeah. on the Dashboard. Yeah, oh, he had Don't Panic on the
1: Dashboard. So there was a no- reference to Douglas Adams. Yeah, yeah. But in, I believe, the trunk, they had an arc, uh, a disc with, yeah, there, there's with a- three Isaac Asimov books.
2: There, there are these tiny optical discs called arcs, that um, which is spelled arch, um but it's pronounced ark for some reason and they can hold uh 360 terabytes and last like uh and they put 14 billion plus years yeah and they put yeah they they took all that space <laughs> instead of archiving like the whole of the internet on it they uh, they, they t- did only 3 Isaac Asimov books the uh, the foundation trilogy and I would have uh, at least put all of wikipedia on You that, could have put everything you? in human history on those yeah but you know I'm glad they didn't put the internet on those cuz you can you imagine an alien finding those and be like well, what's what's this reddit and just like what's 4chan that <laughs> why horrible. is this thing we 90% percent this porn? Yeah. yeah, oh, this planet needs to go. Oh, they've got starships. What is this? Well, it'll really be more of like, I understand why they're gone now. <laughs> it'll be like Galaxy class. They really like
1: copulation.
2: <laughs> the the trick with these disks is figuring out how to read them, and uh, the visual layers above the core layer like include instructions on how to access and decode the digital data. If you can, uncode like that information itself. So it's a little bit of a puzzle box. But if you can do it, then you will find... Um, three, uh, three science fiction novels.
1: <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Very, very helpful. Thank Seems you. Seems like lie. a waste of the technology, but you know, whatever. I mean, so, I'm I'm sure they're wonderful books. Isaac Asimov was a brilliant guy. Three of these guy. arcs. There's one arc, but three books on the arc. The Isaac Asimov <laughs> Foundation. Yeah, trilogy. I mean, Isaac Asimov books are great and all, but you know, it's like, like each letter, like one how many megabyte? terabytes were left over? <laughs> all, all, 30, of, all of them. All of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
1: But it's cool. Uh, we it's filled a, up 00001 percent of this disk, so you know. It's
2: uh, it's kind of a no no-brainer. Probably top five on the top twenty nerdy things of the year would have been. It should be top one. Well, I'm just saying it's somewhere in the top five. Well, we don't so- know what's going on the rest of the year. <laughs> it, could, it could happen. And it's shop. only we can only go down from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else has been going on? That's that rivals that nothing. Well, Brandon, you and I spent the afternoon playing Mario Odyssey, finally. Yes, that was just as fun as watching the rocket that I didn't actually see. I mean... (laughs) It's a little bit old hat to talk about this game from 2017. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a great! I joke. see what you did there. <laughs> I haven't even played it yet.
2: Old hat. This is the game where Mario's hat has um, eyes and feelings, and uh, and it, it bores a drill into his skull. Whoa! And connects that to his sounds like my territory. <laughs> oh, hey! And it ba- it's basically this multiversal Mario adventure through a bunch of aesthetically different worlds that are completely not anything you've ever seen Here's in Mario the thing. before. This isn't the newest game. It's been out for a while. We've just been lazy and not. Uh, uh, no 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 cap's been busy and not playing. Yeah, yeah we've been lazy um and <laughs> we've been uh, well, i we've... don't know
3: i mean do, do you guys want to feel better i mean i just finished fire emblem awakening this weekend so
2: <laughs> i i played the first fire emblem and haven't gotten to the second one yet so i'm still, <laughs> work, I'm still working on that. was that gamecube Uh no way before that no 3ds I mean, yeah <laughs> 3ds but um yeah, so Mario Odyssey, I didn't really have that much of an interest because I'm I'm all Mario'd out. I've played like every nearly every Mario game. I don't care. But when Cap and I picked it up and did two player mode, it is <laughs> the most fun shit that I've played in a long time. Brandon was the hat and I was the Mario. And we were unstoppable. We could have conquered the entire universe. It is like easy mode. Well, except there sorta. is there is actually an easy mode, but um but this, except this for game, platform it's a lot of fun. It's still quite challenging with a with a friend, but if you but they actually managed to take a a Mario game, a 3D Mario game, and made it into, uh, I mean, a really just fun co-op. It kind of you- reminds me of Mario 64. It's just weird, and there's just hidden shit everywhere. It is very Mario 64. And as soon as you possess a T-Rex, and it has a giant mustache on it, you're sold. Like it's realistic-looking <laughs> T-Rex, and it has a goofy-ass mustache and a hat. It is beautiful. Yeah, this game is weird as hell. We're just collecting moons all day. How many moons do we get, like? 30 in like uh, the, an hour? The, the moon bananas. We got, we got like 50 moon bananas when we were only supposed to get like four. I don't know. It was weird. There's a lot of collectibles. It's, you- very,
3: it's very hard. It sucks up a lot of my time and I think I'm only on like the fourth world as a result because I feel like I need to find all of the moons.
2: Well, yeah, we just did a thing where we completely tried to wipe out this desert place and then when we think we did, we beat this boss we found hidden and then it changed the entire world and now we have to do things all over. Like, it completely changed it. It was great. Yeah, it keeps going. I mean, Jess, have you been playing it since it came out? Uh,
3: I, I played it when it came out, and then I took a hiatus, uh, and I haven't gotten back to it, I think, probably since December. I broke off, and then I played Fire Emblem on my 3DS because I could take it to Japan and get She's all She's
2: been to pastures. Japan. She doesn't oh. have time for this. <laughs> but if you have a Switch, you kind of have to buy it because it's one of the two good games out um, and you should get it. Yeah, well, as soon as I, I conquered <laughs> the, um, the the Zelda DLC I w- and, uh, you know, I played Splatoon enough. <laughs> You've reached that point. It's enough. <laughs> I mean, I still, I, there's, there, I just needed, Splatoon is a game where, you know, you need to want to play competitive online stuff. It's like, ne- it's like Call of Duty, but for Nintendo. I needed another game <laughs> where I could just play it. So, and that was Mario that was Mario, and boy, it's amazing. I love it. <clears throat> and uh, there's another there's another new video game that came out uh, this past week, actually. it's called Monster Breeder." Yeah, it's monster Monster Rancher World. <laughs> no, no you know like, so, I'm still yeah, waiting for the next one. We're talking monster. about two different games. Let's talk about <clears throat> we'll talk about Monster Hunter, and then we'll talk about Monster Breeder. Oh, you weren't joking? I was oh. not joking. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? I thought
1: I thought we were going to go look for CDs around the house and put them in Ooh. there and
2: see if we could I unlock su- some Monster I got a Swayzo. Discs. You know, I I want a true story about Monster Rancher. I I almost I came very close to um to going to a used CD store to buy that In <laughs> Sync record or whatever, For like it was. the one rare thing you could get on it. <laughs> yeah. or you couldn't get on any other CD.
4: Yeah. But
2: boy, it's, really, it's I, a different boy. colored
1: pixel? I really didn't want to I just started burning random data onto discs I did have that. a lot
2: of burnt discs and I was like let me just put these in <laughs> I, I had a handwritten list of my entire CD collection at the time because I had so few CDs that was possible and uh, and of all the of what they would give me And oh. man this is when games were fun <laughs> Does, and, you know, here's a good question. Does anyone even know what we're talking about I right now? I don't care. I know <laughs> what we're talking about. Monster Rancher, you put a, you put a random disc in the, in the PlayStation, and it'll, it'll turn it into a monster. And depending on the disc you put in, it could be a rare monster or not. I yep. think it's a bit random. That's the game. There was this one really rare monster you get from an, an NSYNC, was it? I Album? Mean, yeah. And uh, you had to find it. You had to buy it. It made you buy a lot of things or, or illegally download. Well, I was hoping you would have them already because you were a tween. If you were buying bo- This you're playing started game, my whole I was not. This game started my whole obsession of just downloading things that I shouldn't. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm emi- admitting this on the air. Hey, anyway, what are you talking about Monster Breeder? Yeah, well monster sure. We'll talk about Monster Breeder. Monster Breeder you brought it up. is a is a text-based game um at monsterbreeder.com. It's made by Neil Cicerega, aka Lemon Demon, aka the guy who did Harry Potter Puppet Pals. And uh you you Run a monster farm, and you wander around places and pick up monsters. And it's text based. It's it's text based, yeah. So um, let's see. Right now, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go exploring. I'm gonna drive. Are you playing it right now? Drive to the city. We're recording. Yeah, here we are. I'm gonna drive to the suburbs. I'm gonna explore the suburbs. Let me just walk around here, see what see what I get. Okay, there's a little bit of a picture. <laughs> like I don't pixels. see you typing. How are you playing this yeah, it's text it's, based? It's point and click. It, I thought that's exactly. Well, I mean it. It's oh oh, there's a monster for a second there, but I missed it. I clicked too fast. Boy, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. No, yeah, I don't awesome. even understand Ooh, how you're playing car. it if you're not typing. Anyway, <laughs> so you, you you walk around, you capture monsters, you put them in your truck, you like hopefully expand your... Uh, you put your, them in your, your truck. Your gear. you got a truck. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, could, you, like, uh, you might find a Terminator, you might find a Michael Myers, you might find a Xenomorph. So actual monsters. Actual like monsters, monsters. You might find a Cookie Monster. <laughs> Can you train them and fight them? We've been having a little conversation on the Nerdy Show Lounge, which is the Facebook group that you should totally get on if you're on Facebook and hang out with us. Um Let's see, if you crossbreed Freddy Cougar and Michael Myers, you get a, um, the uh, Knight Myers on Elm Street. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you breed two leprechauns together, it just makes another standard leprechaun, but if you release them, they give you $100 a piece.
3: What? Uh.
2: If you breed a Terminator and a blob, you get liquid metal. Oh. If you uh, breed Michael Myers and an evil car, you get Moto Michael. Or uh, an evil car and a ghost gives you a dodge spirit. Do you get to see what they... <laughs> <A Dodge laughs> that's actually really funny. <laughs> there, there's no graphics. There's it just none. tells you with words. You have yeah. a dodge spirit. Leatherface le- leather f- plus a uh, xenomorph gets a Leatherface hugger. Oh, I like that. A that's Gremlin good. plus uh, Cookie Monster is a Midnight Snacker. Oh, that's good. That's And that's uh, nice. a Blob and the Devil is a Bielza blob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll definitely maybe not pick this <laughs> game up when I'm bored. <laughs> maybe I will. I hey, know. if you're at work... Just, uh, just you know, and you, you want to not be working? Just put on Monster Breeder. You know what? That's every day. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out at work. and but, Get fired. But Brandon, you and and Rob have been having a lot of fun with Ooh. with Monster Hunter, with Monster Hunter World. You're just gonna play it back, Rob Port. <laughs> 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 All right. So on a whim, because it looked pretty, I bought Monster Hunter World, and I thought yeah, it'd be great. if We, more we, we would were get it, we were
1: too. hanging out, and we sort of. Impulsively. <laughs> impulsively made
2: a, a hasty <laughs> a pack $50. to both buy this game. It was t- I used a 10% <laughs> off coupon. So, I mean, I got 10%. I got like five bucks <laughs> off. Ooh. But um, here's the thing. I've always hated Monster Hunter World because my experience from playing it back in the day was, isn't it just called Monster Hunter, usually? Sorry, Monster Hunter. I This is how much I don't know about the game. <laughs> like, I played a game, and you would just... The controls are clunky, and when you go to hit a monster, it's already either gone or it's attacked you, and it's clumsy. And then the monster you're hunting runs away, and if you didn't tag it with paintball items that you didn't bring into the quest, you have to look all over the map to find it. And then when you find it, your weapon is blunt, and you've got to sharpen it. And then by the time you hit the monster, it's already flown away again. And it's just like, it's horrendous. And then when you finally kill it after 40 minutes... You can have to kill it 20 more times to upgrade to that but, weapon you uh, want.
1: But the thing is, in this game, they have solved exactly one of those problems, and all the rest <laughs> of them are still there.
2: Yes, but it's really fun, <laughs> and I actually really like this. Wow. Okay, so uh, several years ago at this point, we did a listener-requested microsode about Monster Hunter, where the advice to Brandon was, get good, noob. and yep. um, so, was, but, yeah. so, But now you like it. I got good. Uh, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they they added a new weapon that actually isn't slow, and I like it. Which one? Well, I
1: like the bow. Well, the I know you really like good. the bow. I didn't know that. Well, the that glaive, was a not the glaive, the
2: glaive is what I started with. There's an insect glaive, which was really cool.
1: But yeah, Brandon and I both started with the same weapon because it was
2: like the it, coolest weapon. It came with yeah. this giant. We both bug.
1: decided like, oh, this is the coolest weapon. This is the one we're using. And then and then we got to like in the can first can you play game, together.
2: Yeah. yeah, we've been playing together nonstop.
1: Well, yeah, like we created our characters. We started playing it. And then like, we're like, oh, hey, let's go on a hunt. And we're both using insect claves, you know?
2: <laughs> I did spend an hour making my character look really ugly with black lipstick, really old. And he looks like Scorpius from Farscape a little bit. Oh, I just captured Norman Bates, by the way. Wait, excuse me? I just, in, in Monster Breeder. I just oh, I was, oh like, okay. I was like, in real life, he, <laughs> he was a thing? We just got him? But, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter World, I gave it a chance, and I'm, I've been playing it nonstop. It's really, really fun. I
1: don't know how I feel about it, but I've still been playing it, and I'm continuing to. Um,
2: it still has the thing where if you have a heavy weapon and you swing at a monster, by the time you hit him, he may be, like, on the other oh side yeah. of the
1: map. Lately, I've been using a gigantic switch axe thing that's just a huge, slow sword axe that it switches between being a sword and an axe. It's called uh, a switch uh, axe. A swax. A swax, yes.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, the, the thing is, and you know how in most video games you're able to, like, maybe lock onto an enemy or the, the game at least <laughs> understands what you're fighting? So you push a button to to swing your axe or you're doing a combo and your character, like, has some innate ability where it knows kind of what you want to hit. So your character will pivot a little bit or, you know, turn towards your target. <laughs> and this one, if you're doing a combo... You'll just combo in the air as the monster is on the other side of the map because it's too fast. Or like it'll just take a sidestep and you're still comboing in the air and it's just like right next to you and you're like, come on, man, just turn a little bit and it won't respond to you while it's in the middle of a combo.
2: See, that's why I have a fast weapon because if I miss, I can just move really quick and stop what I'm doing. Oh,
1: yeah. For a while, that's all I was doing was I was just using the fastest little dagger things because that was the only thing I could actually hit something. You folks sure make this game sound fun. It is. Yeah, I, I was, told you I don't I know how like, I
2: feel like, about, about <laughs> it any
3: kind of end game or is it you just like literally run around no, and there, kill
2: No there, there is a story you do progress and you get a higher rank and you unlock higher ranks you actually have a base and you build more things for your base and you unlock things I thought I was near the end of the game and I just unlocked like the second half and it went almost crazy Diablo where there's like new items and everything has slots now that you didn't in the entire game And every, there's like randomly generated they, they should
1: call it monster crafter because it's you do all a lot about, of crafting, yeah. It's all about making better armor and weapons. Well, and, and getting good. Getting and good. getting
2: good. Which I think I'm getting, slowly. Yeah. But it really doesn't do a good job of explaining to you how anything works. Yeah, the, whole, the
1: whole point of the game is to, to kill a monster and then use its body to make better weapons and armor to kill the next bigger monster.
2: It's actually almost, it's a little depressing because it was, it's like... We really love the environment. We're here to study and research, like how everything works together. Now go out and kill everything and eat it and make weapons from its bones, so we can study it. It's like wow, yeah. It's like whale hunting. It's like we love the environment. I was say this, gonna, that
3: sounds like the Nishonmaru. <laughs> it was really funny. It was
2: like it was almost like a very Japanese way of thinking. Like we love the environment, so kill these things that aren't sustainable, so we can study them, and then there'll oh, be nothing left. This
1: thing's very rare. Go kill, kill it. it. We need to make a camp
2: here, but there's a rare a rare like breed of of raptor. But guess you should murder it. It's like, "Oh, okay.
1: And, I think and all and the monsters can... are hiding on this island. We should go there and kill them all." Yeah, that's
2: that's pretty much the plot of the game.
1: Yeah. But man, is it fun. I really <laughs> like it. They they
2: did fix a lot of the problems that I hated like tracking monsters. You don't need to throw shit at them. You can just But
1: there's like weird design choices that they made when when they they made this game like we can't be in each other's same town the multiplayer like, if you're playing with hard. somebody else yeah it's it's really awkward for me to play with brandon because you have to go out into the playstation <laughs> just, i yeah. mean yeah. that's
2: true so, that's a true fact you've just said <laughs>
1: there's no in game invite
2: friend thing it's like you have to go outside of the game click on like i'll click on boar's profile and be like I'll be like, I can join his session.
1: Yeah. And so when you're on a in, in a session, it just means that you and like a thousand other players are in the same group that you could potentially go on each other's missions if you want. But if you have like a friend with you, there's no easy way to just be like, okay, I want to tag along on all your missions. Or like, I want to come into your town and see what you're doing. No, like each individual mission, you have to like join with them and and usually you have to search through a list of stuff to and there's even there's sort of an in-game friends list where you can trade cards and things kind but then
2: when, you, when you click when you click on them you can't be like join game or join session there's just nothing
1: so brandon and i uh created a squad because we thought <laughs> oh okay cool you can make a squad you can add your friends and and we're like oh this this must at least cut out a couple of steps hashtag maybe sca- hashtag scale watchers yeah hashtag scale watchers <laughs> is our squad <laughs> Uh, we would invite uh, all of our listeners to join it with us, but we have absolutely no idea how to do that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, you, you have to already be friends with us on the PlayStation, and then we have to invite you to while our session, you're in game with or, us or join or join your session because I don't know if we can invite. And then when you're in there, we'll click on your name in the server list and click invite to squad
1: but hey maybe we're noobs and we haven't gotten good at the interface yet so if you know how to join hashtag scale watchers all one word (laughs) we would gladly invite you to that squad after
2: 50 games how do they not know how to do it's like nintendo building the next system is like here's a 20 digit friend code like do you not know how multiplayer works at this point you know if we had that 20 digit friend code at least we could give it out yeah well at least people could (laughs) post it you're right uh well that isn't how it works on the switch which is fun Oh, yeah, so the they, Switch
3: yeah. is ridiculous trying to add a friend. <laughs> well, how does it work on the Switch?
2: I've forgotten. It's just, but it's not. It's a so friend like code. a QR you a friend code. code? You have a friend Wait, code see, that like, I have take
3: a picture of and send it to somebody. Oh, it's a QR and then have code. To enter my friend code, and then we become friends.
2: When will they learn? <sighs> That's so not the worst. It's if, been you, worse. if you have a PlayStation, you should definitely spend money on this game so I can play
1: with you. If we can figure that out. Yeah, if we
2: figure out who you are. <laughs> When you're going to be on, uh, if I'm in the same session and, you know, if you want to join the squad, which doesn't do anything except say you're in a squad. Well, you get,
1: we get a little symbol by our name. I we think, can create our time. own
2: squad session. Yeah. But someone has to be there to make it and then other people need to search yeah. for that See, squad there's, session. There's this option where
1: <laughs> you can join your squad session. And so Brandon was online and I was like, oh, I'll just search for a squad session and join that. Thinking that it would be an easy way to just, you know, like it would be a shortcut to play with Brandon, but no, it That's just right. put me in my own little world by with myself no one, with <laughs> absolutely no other players. But Brandon could have joined if he wanted, but nobody else probably could have. Could have.
2: I mean, once I I had but to quit my game. To I don't do think it, yeah. it
1: notified Brandon. No, he would have had to quit his game. It was there's no notifications
2: that says your friend whatever is on yeah maybe I mean, no it doesn't <laughs> I don't know it doesn't well, okay, the actual gameplay is fun though I like it That's There's cool a lot to do. I'm, I'm I customize it I customize a little cat I have <laughs> I have a mansion <laughs> where there are cats playing the harp around my lake. what and all of the fish and animals I caught I have rabbits running around and birds and like fireflies in my mansion while cats are playing mm-hmm. musical instruments for me. And, Okay, this
3: game just went up, in my opinion, and now I'm now... Well, see, you start start as a crappy
2: hunter, and you live in a boat, but then you can upgrade your house, and then at a certain point, you just get a straight-up mansion overlooking, like, the mountains, and you get your own pond. Oh, and you
1: always have cat... Uh, anthropomorphized cats following you around and, okay and I was gonna ask you. if you could verify that so is how does that work is this is this a staple of
2: monster it's hunter, like an assistant or? it's called a palico and you can customize and give them their own armor and they can help you out by giving you like healing it's items because a palico who's a pal palico yeah palico calico well you can make them a calico but you can make them whatever colors you want huh they have their own set of shit you got to deal with. Let's breed some monsters. I'll, so here's my inventory oh right now. Oh, God. I, 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 just, I, collected, I collected some monsters. I wandered around the desert. I have a Terminator. I have a cookie monster. I have a gremlin. I have a blob. Wait, you actually fight with them? No, you breed them. You capture them and you breed them. This is Why? A, this is about raw is this eugenics? sex and eugenics. Yes. All right. Uh, I have a wolfman. I have Norman Bates. I have a skeleton. I have a mummy and I have a zombie. What two things are we going to breed? A oh, wolfman and, and zombie? Wolf How about the mummy? The wolf mummy? Man and wolf,
1: yeah, mummy and a wolfman. Well, what if you do okay. a mummy
2: and a zombie? Aren't they the same thing?
1: No. Well, a, a mummy is technically
2: a zombie, okay, so just so wrapped in bandages. Right? Yeah, it could be a half wrapped zombie. I've clicked. <laughs> I've
1: clicked. <laughs> I've just got a loincloth.
2: <laughs> I've clicked the mummy, and actually, I haven't encountered this before because I haven't had so many creatures to choose from. I can't breed the mummy with the gremlin or the wolfman. Can you breed the mummy with the zombie? Yes. Can I see what happens? Yes. Let's. let's the, it looks like the mummy and the zombie are mating. What? They're done. Oh. Congratulations. Oh, good. Uh, the you've successfully bred the mummy and the zombie. Their child is beautiful. We've got a zombie. That's <laughs> a <gasps> zombie. What the, can you describe what the hell a zombie is? Uh, let's see. Talk to. The, I'm going to talk to the zombie. <laughs> zombie says, uh, memories love me erg uh, what s- show bro sup helmf shall brains shall. Uh, I'm going to talk to that, z- that zombie again. Groan, ug, awaken. uh, Brew, not what, moan. I All don't right. know.
1: Wow, this is good podcast. It's a pretty it's in-depth podcasting. it's a pretty in-depth game. How
2: about how about we breed uh Norman Bates and uh and the Zummy? We got to keep the Zummy going. <laughs> you, you can't breed things that have been crossbred. Well, that's fucked up. I want to keep it going. I want a pure pure line. Uh Norman and the Terminator? How does that sound?
3: All right.
2: All right. They're they're mating. Um Should and... we guess what his name is going to be before it even happens? What do you think a Terminator and Norman it's pretty Bates Pretty good. Uh, is it Turbates, terbaten it's (laughs) it's norman bites with a y (laughs) (laughs) monsterbreeder.com everybody anyway uh, you want to hear something funny (laughs) what's funny um you guys all love doritos right which (laughs) yeah um that wasn't the did you hear about lady doritos
3: Oh my God, yes. I I actually heard a Freakonomics episode where the CEO was talking about it and I was like, what the shit is
2: this use case? The CEO, who is a woman of Pepsi, who owns Doritos, which I didn't know, news to me, they they came out, they wanted to, they were talking about Lady Doritos because women don't, don't, enjoy loud crunching noises or getting their fingers dirty or scientific fact they don't like licking their fingers in front of others or and they don't go for the crumbs on the bottom of the
3: bag bag into your mouth to get the last bit of delicious crumbs which i've obviously never done because that would go against my lady's sensibilities
2: yeah i mean the backlash they got was hilarious that doritos posted a thing saying they're already doritos for women it's called doritos and it was it was pretty funny so was the was Doritos sassing the executive who proposed it? I think they had to do damage control because they were, like, making tinier, daintier bags to fit in your purse and, like, all these things.
3: Yeah. Interesting. No, It was, like, a real product that they were going to release. And, like, when the, I was listening to the Freakonomics episode, she was, like, talking about how proud they were. And, like, this is, like, the market research that goes into it. And we've found that, you know, women just don't like – uh crunching noises don't make my, making crunching noises what kind eat. of and
2: woman like, are they talking uh, about all the women I've been around who eat Doritos they're eating them for a goddamn
1: reason if you're well, so high see, class that's the thing is they're trying to spread out and go yeah. to the women that don't eat Doritos they're, they're not going to be trying eating Doritos. To in, increase their market I don't think share they'll eat Doritos.
3: Yeah. I think those women don't
2: eat if Doritos you're other, if, if you're so high <laughs> class that you don't want to get shit on your fingers and have a loud crunching noise you're not going to be eating Doritos yeah. anyway I'd say you might want to eliminate gluten eliminate the <laughs> fact that they're sold in a bag at a convenience store um <laughs> Mm -hmm. it was just ridiculous they have to be fresh they They, can't be fried you might want to serve them under one of those
3: pink obviously right pink
2: bag pink bag but underneath underneath one of those silver domes you know that you lift up um at a fancy restaurant that's probably Mm -hmm. where you're gonna that's class and they're round so they don't cut your mouth with those edges
1: uh it turns out they're just bags of fresh kale
2: (laughs) 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 well you know what? the the sad thing is is i kind of want to know i kind of want to try one they're never going to make them now but i kind of wanted to know what it was like to eat a lady dorito (laughs) <laughs> i want to know how they like got rid of the crunch like is it like a sponge now but we'll never know they're not gonna yeah, make is it like,
3: it's like is it like if you suck on it for a while and it, dissolves. it just becomes kind of mushy they dissolve you under your tongue there's <laughs> no
2: chewing involved they dissolve straight like you know those little plasticky like breath mint strips you put yeah. on your tongue and they just <laughs> oh, dissolve <yeah. laughs> it's literally a dorito flavored oh, like ranch. plastic strip that dissolves <laughs> It's ranch dressing, not ranch. Difference is a difference. Yeah, they they don't want cool ranch. That's too wow. That's too exciting. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's cool
1: ranch and cucumber. But
2: I I Mm. thought I just wanted to mention how hilarious it was. (laughs) Cucumber water Doritos. (laughs) I would uh, try that for one minute. (laughs) Mm. Not if it was crunchy though. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Can't handle that. It might it might make me go into a crazy blind rage. But yeah, how funny is that? Wasn't
1: that like the CEO that was talking about this?
2: Who is a lady?
1: So when when oh, their yeah, marketing yeah. department was like, "We got to do damage control. What do we do?" Yeah, uh, and they posted, slander the CEO. Do it. Go. Go.
2: They didn't really <laughs> slander. They just posted Doritos are already for women, basically.
1: But yeah, but you're kind of talking they didn't against say, what your I, CEO. said. I don't said. know if they they might have apologized. That's I mean, just I don't care. that's kind of funny though. I mean that happens all the time. <laughs> uh, with what the do president. we do? What do we do? Um, yeah, just just go against what the CEO said. Yeah, uh, turn turn your back on her. That's fine. I mean that happens that happens <laughs> in our
2: government every single day. So I mean it's fine.
1: Well, yeah, but governments and corporations are just run a little bit differently. Are they?
3: Mm, and I don't I know mean, that people loyalty, are turning their back loyalty? on a certain person in power, but some <laughs> people just double down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That
2: was fun. Well, hey, you know, you know what's a responsible place to put your money that you would be spending on Lady Doritos or political campaign donations? Your coin purse. GoFundMe to Japan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hashtag Ran into Japan. Nerdy Show. I just want to reemphasize once again that you can uh, support us via Patreon.com/nerdyshow, and there's a ton of perks available, including all kinds of bonus content um, and early episodes at even you know just a dollar. And every little bit helps. Seriously, if you're listening to this even show, even if it's just
1: a stolen widow coin,
2: right? Just a coin from a from a poor <laughs> widow. We will take that on a monthly basis. So once, once a month, find a poor widow, take advantage of well, the situation. Make sure they're not a gypsy, though, because you'll be oh, cursed. Oh, yeah, you really don't want to do that. Because those <laughs> pants, if you do get them, will never come off. They will be your real legs. And they'll be dancing forever. Yes, and the genitalia will be swinging like meat spin. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like nonstop. Like we don't, we don't stop. But there is another way to contribute if you don't have a coin purse full of uh, poor widow coins. <laughs> and by coin purse, I mean scrotum. I mean necrotic scrotum. Wayne um, janglers. You should go to iTunes and give us a rating or a review. That would be super rad. Or you could also go to Podchaser, which is a new platform we like very much. Some fine folks have been very active on there. We, we, uh, we said, hey, on the Nerdy Show Lounge, hey, folks, some of our other shows on the network uh, haven't been getting a lot of love. And people stormed these things. I mean, some folks rated and reviewed every single episode from a series. It's happened. I've Shit, seen I need to do that, incredible yeah. stats <laughs> happening coming out of here. There was actually um, a recent comment on our last regular episode of Nerdy Show, don't be a Brandon. <laughs> Crafty bastard. Oh, I thought said, that was the comment. Sorry.
4: <laughs> that was that was, that the, was comment, the episode. That yeah. was
2: your comment from the episode. Yeah. Turn to the title. Yep. Crafty Bastard said, Woo, thanks to Brandon for illustrating so clearly how not to behave. Moral quandaries and life choices have never been so easy to navigate after listening to this episode. Also, Boar drank some crappy dew. Stop drinking do, boar. As soon
1: as they stop putting out new flavors all the time. You don't have
2: new flavors right now. Yeah, I don't have any. I haven't
1: found any. Could be the end.
2: (laughs) Crafty Bastard also wrote in for our commentary for Dracula Untold and said, (laughs) I saw this film, but appreciated it more after listening to this commentary. Thanks, Nerdy Show. I wasn't part of the commentary, but I imagine it was amazing. It was great. We invented a new candy bar. It's called Betwixt. It's a package of Twix, but there's three of them. (laughs) <laughs> what that's kind of funny <laughs> all right it's, it's all right. kind it, of funny it's, no, it it's brilliant funny. i know it is brilliant what do think
1: about probably one of the better ideas I i've ever come up with it's going See, on the idea was ideas. you know how they have peanut oh, butter Jesus. they have peanut butter twix the idea f- for the initial betwixt was to have a jelly one in the middle wait was it were you, were you? yeah, yeah that's the, the idea, idea. <laughs> gross gross no, it's, it's a million idea.
2: That's mm, all right. Uh, hey, um it's Mars Cor- Corp the the we're still open. We're still please uh this is a million dollar yeah, the idea. rights are
1: available uh
2: right here. Yeah. Or free cuz you Nerdy didn't show. You didn't patent any of that so they could just have it. Well, that's the
1: that's the interesting thing about copyright law is that once once you can prove that you're the first one with that idea, all right. You can you can sue about it.
3: Okay. with the with the legal fees sponsored yep, by yeah. Patreon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> anyway, you should go on Podchaser. You can rate and review series, but you can also rate and review individual episodes, and of course, if we find a rating or review, we'll sniff it out and we'll read it. Oh man, what if Mountain Dew makes Lady Dew? <laughs> I was just I was going to say it, just, it works on a few levels for me anyway. It doesn't have any bubbles. Because but just the fact that it's called Lady Dew. Do. Don't, no, no, don't ladies like burp. the
3: bubbles. They love the Prosecco or the whatever. The, the Okay, then it should be drinks,
2: lightly carbonated. So zero so you sugar. You mean LaCroix? Sweetened no. with Stevia. Well, <laughs> i I don't know. Okay, Jess, what, 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 is, what does a lady do? What, what's a, <laughs> what, what flavors? Um, oh, God.
3: Uh, you're asking parent, the apparently non-lady who <laughs> pours the Dorito <laughs> empty know. chip bags into her mouth. Beef. Like, you know, it's beef flavored. She is, so. It's
1: bouillon beef. That's new new pumpkin spice dew.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> that is, that's...
2: We're going to get yelled at for this. Probably, yeah. <laughs>
3: for saying lady dew.
2: What's, what's wrong with lady dew? We're sounds, going down lovely. the Doritos path. What Doritos path? Of making lady a path Doritos. Doritos. It's a very noisy path. It's All crunchy. Right. <laughs> it's,
1: mm, maybe it would do. have to also be the opposite. So instead of mountain dew, maybe it's valley dew. Valley dew. It's just called lady dew. Lady do yeah, maybe. Mm.
3: Lady do like lady like you you do it. Ah,
2: oh, or doo like, like you, you made girl. do
3: like you, you po- know, or you put. I I, I'm a terrible chick apparently. <laughs> <laughs> With an
1: exclamation point at the that end, lady make, do that would make do the do kind of extra confusing uh, written.
2: uh true. Just make it Japanese; it'll be called lady get With an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, speaking of fun Japanese drink, I did have Pokari Sweat while I was there, Ooh, which was actually What's Pocari quite tasty, Sweat? Despite the name.
2: It sounds gross. It's like a sports drink. Kinda.
3: Yeah, it's like a sports drink. So it's it's meant to replenish what you sweat out is basically where the name comes from.
1: Oh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like water. Hopefully you had Calpico while you were there too.
3: I did. Yeah.
1: And did you have any of those interesting, uh, the, the hot beverages? Because a lot of the vending machines over there for beverages have both cold and hot.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you actually so sometimes you actually just get like a it's just like a regular tea in a plastic bottle, but it's heated, uh, and you can get them at convenience stores. No, I asked if you too. had
1: any interesting ones because when I was over there, <laughs> oh, I had yeah. I had hot pancake drink, uh, I had a hot corn Ooh. soup. Uh, that was just like a liquid drinkable hot soup? in yeah. a plastic cup.
3: Well, no, that's idea. Like, yeah, it's like a, if you go to the convenience store and you get it's just the tea that's in like a normal plastic but bottle, but it's just warm. Guys, oh,
2: if that okay. shit ain't BPA yeah. free, I can't drink hot plastic. You can get
1: cancer. Huh. I also had a hot peach huh. drink that was fantastic.
3: I had the red bean, the hot red bean drink, and that's really good. Whoa. But I'm a sucker for red bean. That so.
1: sounds weird. I too am a sucker for red bean. I just thought
2: Japan was all huh. pocky and ramune. Now you're talking about red bean drinks and shit, <laughs> pa- hot pancake. <laughs>
1: Hot pan Man, pancake drink hot was pan- great. <laughs> well,
2: how great would it be to have a hot pancake drink in a, in a hot
1: springs? Fucking awesome. It would be amazing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Go fund me. Everybody. Right. Well, I'm done here guys. I'm done. The episode's over. Done. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nerdy Show. We'll be back next week with something entirely different. Maybe new Mountain Dew flavors. Oh god, There'll I hope some not. Some Lady Dew. <laughs>